You have to do it with lots of gusto. <laughs> what is gusto? Excitement. Welcome to the Living Family Podcast. Thank you, Caleb. That was perfect. We are beginning our new podcast with a new chapter. Genesis, what? 14. Mm, close, Elsie. It's not 14. It's 45. <sighs> you put four fingers on one hand and five fingers on the other hand, and that's a big number. I know. I'm four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn five. Trivia question. Anybody know how many chapters are in Genesis? Um, no, um, don't peek. Don't peek. 47. Mm, close. 52. No. 48. No. It's a round 45. number. A round? A round number. 50. 50. Mm-hmm. So we're almost there. And this is this whole Joseph section has ending is ending the book of Genesis. So we're in this huge moment. What's about to happen, Gabrielle? Do you know? Do you remember? They had dinner. He's about to what, Then they left. They found the silver cup in Benjamin's sack. And Judah said, no, you can't keep Benjamin. I need to stay here instead. Benjamin has to go back to our father. And Joseph knew that they were sorry, so... He's gonna meet the father, I guess? Oh, you're right. That'll come. Don't build meet the father. I think that'll be the next chapter. Joseph is gonna make himself known to his brothers. He's going to be very emotional. Are you ready for this? It's time. Okay? Okay. Emma, start reading a little bit here. Okay. Chapter 45. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants, and he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Whoa. Yes, Elsie? Um, maybe jo- maybe Joseph is going to be his father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to meet his father and see him again. It's been a many, many years. Mm-hmm. Oh. What did Emma just read about, though? Joseph couldn't, he told all, all the attendants, all the other Egyptians to leave his presence. It was just Joseph and his brothers, and this storytelling is by Moses. And Moses also tells us how loudly he wept, so loudly that lots of people heard about it. Do you remember crying or... But it wasn't because of pain? That would be really loud? Yeah, I remember when Brielle did. Oh. When we were on a, we were on a hike, and... Brielle was, and Brielle and Dad um, went a little off the trail to go see what they could see mm, on the other side there. of the mountain. And, <laughs> and then we just kept walking on the trail. Yes. And then Brielle's like, "Where are they?" or something mm-hmm. like that. And then when she when they found us waiting for them on the trail, um, Brielle. Um, yeah. She cried a little bit for joy, but not very loud. She cried for joy? Why? Because we found a jawbone. 
and she of... was happy to see us. <laughs> yeah, because I thought you guys were lost. Jawbone of an elk, and you were all surprised. You got we found everybody else on the trail that relieved you, and you got to share what we found well, in the forest, well, which just, was really fun. Mm-hmm. Just now, I thought that Brielle would say she thought that we were dead. Oh. Well, you know, Joseph Joseph is so thankful to see Benjamin, to see his brothers, to hear Judah stand up for Benjamin. And all these years, it's finally coming to this moment, you know, where he's going to say things to them that are really from him, that aren't just from being an Egyptian in disguise, or, you know, being mm-hmm. Joseph in disguise. And this is just huge. And I guess... So personal and filled, I, th- I think, with his joy and with his love. So read some more, Caleb, at verse 3 and on. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still leaving? But his brothers were not able to answer them because they were terrified at their at his presence. Whoa, so we read a little bit more and not only are the brothers probably wondering why is he weeping so loudly and now he says I am Joseph is my father still living. And they all were terrified. What yeah, do you think that meant they, they were... didn't think he was Joseph? Mm. I thought he was dead. Yeah, they thought he was dead. He's risen back from the dead. He's a ghost. No, so, you know, they they certainly didn't think he was a ghost. I but know. Remember in that story where Jesus crossed the sea and the disciples were in the boat and they were so terrified mm. it, that they thought that Jesus was a ghost. Wow. Maybe, you know, they didn't understand Jesus' presence out on the water, right? And, I mean, it scared them to do something like that. This was huge. This was lots of years. They had not been thinking about Joseph as somebody alive, as somebody that survived. And now he's this powerful person in Egypt, and they must have just worried Maybe they were a little worried, a little afraid. They couldn't understand it. I'm sure there's a lot of things that coming together that brought this terror. Well, then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. Dad. Oh. Um, maybe just when there was, when Jesus died on the cross, mm-hmm. um, his disciples cried so loud. Yeah. Maybe, because I don't know. Mm, I'm Yeah, I'm sure that that made them very sad. There were other people that wept, we know, that wept very loudly around that time. Yeah, because they love Jesus. They mm-hmm. believe in him. Mm-hmm. Like we do. He, They love Jesus' teaching, mm-hmm. but they don't know that he's going to be alive forever. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have to be afraid. And actually, that's important here. Joseph's brothers didn't have to be afraid, but they they were not sure what to do with him. So um, they've got Joseph now saying, come close to me. And he wants to reveal them 
reveal his kindness and love to them. Listen to what he says. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother, Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. So Joseph says, don't don't be distressed. Don't be angry that what you did to me a long time ago or feel that guilt because God did that. God let it happen. This is a really important point that God would let something happen Mm -hmm. that looks really, really bad, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. But ends up for for good. Mm -hmm. Look at verse 6. For two years now there's been famine in the land and for the next five years there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So you cast me away and I saved your life. Or God used this to save your lives. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household and ruler of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and say, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all you have, I will provide for you there because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. Wow. (laughs) Joseph is excited to see his father and have everybody around. Yeah, Gabrielle? Why do, what does destitute mean? Oh, destitute means like you're really poor and because you aren't getting any money and don't have any food. And so they would be very needy. They would be people in great need. That's what that means. So he says, you better come down here to Egypt because there's how many more years left of the famine? Five. Five. And now we've learned a number, so we know a little bit more about how how long this has been going on, that they had the seven good years, but they're only two years into the famine. They, so that's nine years. And then they've got five more of the bad ones left. Hmm. What else does that make you think about or feel? Well, how um, God uses um, bad things, I guess, to turn it, well, he turns them into good things, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how, as Joseph was saying, it wasn't you guys who sold me, it was God. God sent me here. God sent me here. It didn't look like a sending, did it? It kind of looked like selling, not sending. But Joseph mm-hmm. wants them to know God sent me here that all this would happen in the end. Mm-hmm. Even though he had a lot of bad things in the middle, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what that kind of makes me think about is that Joseph has been in Egypt for a very long time. Mm-hmm. He's Family probably, and kids, right? Yeah, very old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a miracle that he lived for so long. But again, people back then lived very long times. Yeah. 
Do you think if you were apart from each other for like 15, 20 years, that you'd be able to recognize each other? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if I kept in contact with everyone, like FaceTime. Or... Mm-hmm. I probably could even without FaceTime because like, I can recognize a person from the way they walk. Mm-hmm. Or just like the color of their hair or something. Some of some of that would be familiar again, yeah. Yeah. Elsie. Um. When we were driving to our campsite, mm-hmm. when we stopped at that tour place, yeah, and went there. Um. It rhymes with that word. Argo. Argo. Yeah. What does? Egypt? What word? No. I don't know which word. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Destitute doesn't rhyme with Argo. The Argo, Argo Mill in Idaho Argo Springs. Argo Margo. Yeah, Argo Margo. I... Why? Because I didn't know the name Argo. It's because I said mind cell. Hmm. So cell rhymes with that word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want you to understand how kind Joseph was. Joseph's faith was leading him to say all of this. And he was pointing out, God sent me here. And pointing out, I want you all to come and be blessed down in the land of Goshen with me. This is how faith speaks, is we have this hope and confidence in God no matter what. That's important for all of you Mm -hmm. to have that same hope and confidence in God that he's going to take care of you Mm -hmm. and and to do what you can to help others around you in their needs, Mm -hmm. you know, that you can help them be be well as best you can. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of great faith that we see on display here. Mm -hmm. And um, even though Joseph was very emotional, lots of weeping, um, this isn't just Joseph, is it? This is the Holy Spirit and God's plan, mm-hmm. keeping a remnant. Awesome. Let's play with, pray with that in mind. Thank you, Lord, for preserving your people. At a time of great famine, you kept Jacob's family alive by sending Joseph uh, to Egypt and, and using his experiences there for the ultimate good of lots of people and especially the family of your promised Savior. You did that for us too, that you might be gracious to us and forgive our sins through Jesus, the servant that that you sent to save us. And so we ask that you continue to be with us and bless us and that we might have a faith that hopes in you even when weird things are happening or bad things are happening to us, that our hope and confidence would be strong because you are God and you rule all these wonderful things just for our good and for our blessing. So help us even in hard circumstances to love other people and to reach out to serve them however we can. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.